0: Hi, everyone. My name is Liz Bakey. Welcome back to Honest Conversation. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about intuition. Whether you call it instincts, the gut knowing or feeling you have within you, that inner voice, I've seen some books term it as the knowing with a capital K. I want to bring up the question around intuition, and that is, how do we follow it? How do we listen to it? How do we act upon our intuition? And right now, just in some of the podcasts I'm listening to, things that I'm reading on social media, even some of the books that I've been reading, have really been zoning in on paying attention to That inner voice, that knowing, that intuition, that gut instinct. And what I'm noticing is not so much identifying the intuition. I feel as if most people know that they have it, whether they talk about it or not. Most people know that there's a part of them that speaks to them, that there's a part of them that has the answers. But it's when it comes time to following that intuition, that people begin to question it and whether or not they should trust in their intuition or their instinct or their knowing. You'll meet a ton of people along the way that they just can, they can do it, they feel it, they sense it, that part speaks to them and they know that they have to follow it. And you're amazed by how Quickly, they're able to trust their intuition and follow through with their intuition. But a lot of us really struggle with following through with that voice, even though we know it's there. So I want to talk to you about following through when you feel that knowing, when it arises and you just, you can't quite explain it, but you know that it's there. You know, you have the answer, you know, that you sent something about a situation or a person, or a problem, and you just can't rationalize it, you can't justify it, you can't find evidence for it, you can't make it logical, how do we not talk ourselves out of what we feel, what we know? And that's sort of where I want this podcast to go today, mostly because I'm hearing a lot about it. And a lot of people who are where they want to be in life, pass down the advice that we need to trust our intuition. So how, how do we do that? And I sat with this and had to try to really figure out how do we do that? Because I know there are plenty of times that voice speaks or I know, or I said something and I feel like I'm absolutely batshit crazy. I laugh because when you try to explain this to someone else, that's usually the response that you get from most logical thinking people, and most people are logical thinkers, but those of us who can sense, can feel, can find those answers within ourselves, it's really hard to explain. And that's the whole point of intuition. So intuition, the definition is really, if you look it up, it's just the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So without trying to put those pieces together, you know and you trust in that. So it's kind of feeling that instinct, listening to the voice or having that gut feeling and not needing to provide reasoning for it. I'm a firm believer in the self and I really believe that the self does hold all the answers. So if you can sit with yourself and truly listen, you will know. I guess I would say now I'm I'm more so leaning towards the intuition word itself, where I've always said the gut knows. Your gut always knows. You always have the answers. It's just whether or not we can follow through with it. You can't run from yourself forever. You could cover it up. You can try to push it down as much as you want, but deep down, I really believe that you know. The gut always knows. That's I've said that for years and years and years, and I know it. Even when I myself try to convince myself otherwise, I know that I have the answer. I know that it's there within me, and eventually, Right, you're You're going to hear it speak to you. You're going to hear it speak to you. You can push it down. You can run away, whatever your choice is. But eventually, it will be screaming at you so loudly that life will become so uncomfortable that you have no choice but to listen to it, but to follow through with it. And I'm trying to figure out how to follow through with it before it gets to that point because we know we have the answers, we know the answers, and why does it always take the breaking point for us to get there? I just listened to uh, the Mel Robbins podcast with the founder of It Cosmetics. If you haven't listened to it, definitely listen to it because her story is so real, so relatable, so down to earth where she was denied so many times. She just had this idea that sat with her in her soul in her gut she calls it the knowing and she didn't even know how to start she had no idea how to make cosmetics and foundation she didn't know she just knew that she wanted to do something to help people and she was denied a million times and if you listen to her story not only will you feel better about your dream and connect and relate to her but she talks a lot about the knowing and following through and listening to that voice. What I took away from that podcast was to listen to the knowing. However, I was like, I'm not sure I know how I know that it's there. I know that I have to do it. I know that I'm going to have to listen to it eventually, but how do I do it? And so if you know me, I pull everything apart. This is what I do. This is what I'm good at. It's also maybe to a detriment. But I started to, to try to put the pieces to this puzzle together and answer this question. How do I follow through with my intuition instead of covering it up and waiting till life explodes to move forward? Here's my answer. Here's the answer I came up with. The only way to do this is to be so in line with yourself. And the only way to be truly connected to yourself and to be able to trust your intuition and follow through with what it tells you is you have to love yourself. You have to have self-love. The only way to be that connected and just to say, you know what? That voice is speaking. I know this is the answer. I'm going to follow through is... Loving yourself enough to honor yourself, to follow through with something that you know without having to explain to anybody else, without having to provide reasoning that you know you have the answer to and that you need to follow through on. You have to be able to trust yourself and honor yourself in that way. But guess what? Most of us don't trust ourselves. We don't honor ourselves. So we have to create that self love and start that framework in order to trust in what our intuition is telling us. I think we block our intuition by not having that self-love, not loving ourselves enough to be able to let the intuition through, to be able to let it flow, to be able to trust it. And I really feel that intuition and self-love go hand in hand. If you love yourself, then you're gonna honor the knowing within you. You're gonna make choices that honor your intuition, that honor you, that honor the self. So my answer is self-love. However, I feel as if that's really, really hard for a lot of us, and I'll probably have to break this down in a completely different podcast on how to love the self, I'm still learning. But let's maybe start with the knowing piece. So let's let's look at this intuition and really identify what's happening to us because I think once we walk through that, you'll know that you have it within you and then you're going to want to follow through even more so with the self-love piece. Intuition itself is the knowing. It's the voice, it's the whisper. It's usually calm. However, This oftentimes can show up in our bodily expression, and that would be how our nervous system responds. So while intuition is the answer, it's the peace, it's what's within, what's living in the soul, it's when we have to act upon that, that the nervous system starts to scan the room for safety. I do think there is a connection between the two that our nervous system can also be that sense of what we know to be true, where we feel it in our body first. And a lot of times we use that to assess a person or a situation. Usually the nervous system is stored energy from our past experiences and using that to make some kind of decision, assessment, come up with an understanding about your surroundings. What I know is that the intuition, the answer, the knowing is usually peaceful. It's usually just there within. And like I said, it's when we decide to move forward that our nervous system starts to act up and nudge us and say, hey, I want you to pay attention to me because when you act upon this, I'm scared or I'm worried or I need to make sure that I am safe in the moment. So how do we follow this knowing, right? What actually happens when intuition arises, we get the feeling, whether you feel it in your body and you know that something's not right, you can't explain it, you think that if you say it, people are going to think you're nuts, but you know. Okay, that is what we call our nervous system. Our nervous system has stored an alarm within us, and Mel Robin talks about that, the alarm, that tells us when things are safe, when things are scary, when we should go into fight mode, when we should go into flight mode. Now, a lot of times when that intuition arises, our nervous system starts to kick in and it you feel the sensations in your body, right? Whether it's in your chest or right your, your heart starts racing or you start sweating or your stomach starts flipping, whatever the bodily response is, a lot of us have one and they could be both positive or negative. So I could be around certain people, feel really, really safe and really loved and that response will feel differently. I'll feel calm. Um, I'll know it within myself without having to consciously think about that. But when it comes to making decisions based on that knowing, right? Like if you have a really big decision or a question that you're trying to work through and you really have the answer, you know it deep down within you, you have to figure out how to follow what your body, what your mind, what your soul is telling you to do. And what happens when we start to follow the knowing other than our nervous system kind of speaking to us as well, our body starts to speak to us, is that our ego steps up. Our ego is our conscious mind. It's the way we see ourselves. And what it does, its job is to protect us. It will rationalize all of our thoughts in order to keep us safe. Ego is not our true self. What I mean by that is your ego is quick to come up with thoughts that will keep you in a certain state, right? Keep your nervous system in a certain state. If you feel alarmed, if you feel scared, if you feel like Something is coming up where you might have to change or do something differently or get outside of your comfort zone. Your ego steps in and is like, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? Okay, we should probably not do that. Here's all the reasons why. And then your your mind starts racing. The ego will cover up who you really are, that soul within, that knowing, because it's trying to say like, oh, okay, this is scary. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's keep you safe now. How are we going to do that? We're going to rationalize. Here's all the thoughts. Boom. Yes, this is kind of like this. I'm trying to explain this in simple terms and as relatable as possible so you can connect to this. But we know that when we have an answer that lives within us. And we know that the answer is big. It's heavy. It means doing something you've never done before. It means leaving a job. It means moving forward into the unknown. Then those thoughts kick in and they're trying to rationalize something that Can't be rationalized. Something that's within you that you just know and you can't explain, but you know that you need to do A, B, or C. Ego is gonna step in, which makes it even harder for us to follow through with the knowing. And so, how, 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 how? How do we do this when our mind is fighting against us? Our conscious mind is like, please, no, let's let's stay where we are, let's stay safe, let's stay comfortable, and We'll just, we'll just stay right here for now. So what do we do? When the ego becomes that opposing force, and it's not a negative, it's just, it's doing its job. It is what it is. We have to find a way to be able to honor the intuition outside of what the ego is going to do. And I feel that when we love ourselves enough, we will make the choices that we need to make in order to honor the intuition. So in order to follow or act upon the knowing, you have to be in line with your true self and you have to love it. You have to love you. Here's the problem. Studies show that 85% of people struggle with low self-esteem. They struggle with believing in themselves. They struggle with liking themselves, with knowing themselves, with getting comfortable with themselves. Seven out of 10 girls believe they're not good enough. And about 50% of men struggle with insecurity. So what do we do when we have a high number of society not loving and trusting who they are? Well, we have to, we got to look at this. Here's a way I can pull this apart the best or the simplest way. Both men and women have masculine and feminine energy. The feminine energy lives in a flow state. This is the intuition, it's the knowing, it's also the creativity that comes from the knowing. The comparison usually is, think of feminine energy as like water. It's free flowing, it's fluid, It goes. It knows. It knows what to do on its own. If we lack self-love, we tend to stay in that ego state where we're constantly rationalizing that state of mind that talks us out of our knowing, which is the part of us that holds that feminine energy. And that leads us to transition to more of the masculine energy. And now the masculine energy is more structured. It's logical. It's step by step. We have both within. But if we sort of start to tip the scale into one energy or the other, right? If we have too much feminine energy, then it's it's a little chaotic. We need There's minimal order there, right? We need some things to keep that creativity in line. If we tip too much in the masculine energy, then we're not letting that intuition flow through. So you have to have a give and take between that logical part of your mind that is telling you, nope, we need to do this. We need to do that. We also need to play it safe, which is that, that ego coming in and keep this all the way that we want it. And at the same time, letting the feminine come through, knowing that your masculine energy is actually structuring your feminine energy, right? Letting the intuition come through, being in the flow state, having the knowing, and knowing that we're gonna use our masculine energy to follow through with it in a way that works. Here's the other part of this, okay? In order to keep this balance have both energies, and trust the intuition at the same time. We really need to set up or practice ways of loving the self. We need to do that first. Why? If we love ourselves, we will be able to make the healthier choices to keep that balance and also trust the way that we're working, the way that we're showing up each day, and know that our intuition, it works and we're following it and we're doing it in a way that isn't so drastic. I think a lot of people think you trust your gut and you're just like taking this wild leap and you have no idea where you're going to land on the other side. Like, oh, just quit my job and have no place to place. And that's just an example. But I think a lot of people just think that intuition is like you're following something with out of plan in place and that's not necessarily true. So how? How do we love the self? How do we set this up? How do we practice it in order to be able to follow through and trust our intuition? Honestly, I'm still learning this. I struggle with the self-love piece myself. So when this question came up, I really had to work through what I thought would be best and just Try to be able to understand it for myself first before I could bring this to the table for you. I needed to know what this looked like and I needed to attempt to work through it before I talked about it. Part of what I've realized is I don't want to be old and realize that I didn't love or appreciate myself now. That would be absolutely awful if I think about it, right? I get old and then I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh. I was so critical. I beat myself up. I didn't love myself in my years. I wouldn't really say my youth because I guess this isn't really youth, but in the times when I should have absolutely loved myself, I should have been following through with things that I knew were meant for me and I should have been chasing after what I love and I should have been showing up for myself and honoring myself and I just didn't. So how? How how do I do this then? If I just I'm like, you know what? I don't want to get old and have this realization. Then how do I do it now? Do I just do it? Do I just flip the switch? Like say, fuck it. I'm going to love myself today and see what happens. And my answer is actually yes. For someone that pulls everything apart like myself, I usually need to figure out all the whys. And I've been down that road. I, I know my former belief system. I know what I struggle with. I know that my core belief is not rooted in self-love. It really actually is the opposite of self-love. I know that. I'm not going to do all the work on that again. I think maybe at a later date, I can uh, do a different podcast and map that out then. But what I'm noticing is that self-love is never going to come from a point in time. It's never when I do this, I will love myself. When this happens, I will love myself. It just... It has to start. It has to start now. And yes, there are tons of pieces that go into it where we could talk about how to structure your day in order to love yourself and create that love, like affirmations, addressing the way that you want and all those wonderful things. But sometimes I think, and this is wild for me to say, but sometimes I think we just need to do it. Say like, you know what? This is it. Today, I love myself. And what's the worst that could happen? What could happen if I act like I love myself all day? What it's really going to do is it's going to confirm that self-love produces positive results. It will confirm that it works. And then it will build trust in yourself. It's actually going to have the effect that says, okay, love the self for the day. See the results. Happiness positive outcomes, and then let the results confirm or build trust that self-love brings positive results. Then guess what? We do it again. This is practice, right? Alan Iverson, I'm talking about practice. We have to do it again and do it again and do it again. So maybe we just wake up one day. We just make the choice. Today, I'm going to love myself. See what happens. What's the worst that could happen? I'm going to try it. And then we do it again, and then we do it again, and then we do it again. And let that build enough confirmation that if you do it, things are going to work out. And sometimes that's what we need. Sometimes we need, I don't want to say results, but we need to see things working for us. And I think this is where we start. We just try it. Who cares? I really don't think... A horrible situation can occur when you're acting out of self-love. Here's where things change, right? And here's where the the intuition piece comes in. Is slowly, right? You choose the day, you practice the self-love, you show up for yourself, you honor yourself. You just go about your day in a way that says, I'm gonna choose me. I'm gonna choose me. I'm gonna make decisions based on things that bring me joy, decisions based on things that I know are good for me. And I think where this will work is if we try it on the smaller choices in our day first. So for example, you wake up, you try the self-love thing for so many days, X amount of time, whatever, and then start to do it with your decisions. So ask yourself small questions throughout your day if I love myself, then I would choose. If I love myself, then I would choose doing this for me today, whatever it is, do it for very small things and watch the way that you start to honor yourself in that process and watch the way that you build more trust. So I know that one of the things I really struggle with is I sort of put myself on the back burner. Like if, The opportunity comes up where I have to choose something that I know is good for me, that I want to do for me, or going out of my way for somebody else. I always choose somebody else. It's like, well, there could be more time, or, you know, I'll I'll just do this later, and I, I push myself aside. And what I notice in this process is when I do that, when I push myself aside, I'm confirming the fact that I don't love me. I'm also confirming the fact that I don't honor myself to see things through for me. So I don't make decisions that are for me and I don't have any commitment to myself. And it's like, well, then how do I expect to trust when the bigger decisions come up? When that intuition, that knowing starts talking to me, I can't trust myself. I can't even follow through with the the walk that I have to take on Sundays. Just kidding. I'm following through with that. Right now, that's part of my self-love process is I choose certain things and I'm just following through. I'm just sticking to it. But that's a whole other topic, different day. I think if we practice this with the small decisions, this will build more trust in yourself, in the way that you show up for you, in your decisions, in your answers, in your results. So as those things confirm what you need them to confirm that like, oh, when I make these small decisions based off of self-love, that great things happen or I'm happier or my relationship looks better or my relationship to myself looks better, whatever. You're going to see that overall, those little decisions, trusting in those little decisions, creates the, the outcomes that you want. Then eventually... You're going to have to listen. You're going to have to sit and listen. So you've practiced this with the small decisions over time. And soon enough, at some point, right, the bigger decisions gonna have to come. But you'll have built up so much trust in yourself, so much self-love that you're going to start honoring the knowing. And you're not going to need the logical explanation for it. You're just not. You're going to have to listen. The self will answer. It's going to answer the bigger questions for you. And that is the knowing. By then, you'll be able to follow through. It's going to take time for the bigger decisions. I think anybody would be scared or questioning themselves or trying to rationalize out of following through. I think that's just human nature. Like I said, it's our nervous system. It's our ego. It's all these things. The body and the mind are amazing and they work as one and they do everything that they can to make sure that you're okay. It's so cool. By the time we get to this big decision, hopefully you'll have enough framework, that groundwork, that foundation that says, I know, I know the answer and you're going to act the way that a person who loves themselves would act and people who love themselves fully and who trust their gut they follow their knowing they really do but you have to start with the building the blocks the setting it up and I feel as if we just attempt to jump like I said then that's where we kind of we get caught up we get rattled and Then it's so quick to be like, well, see, I told you, like, I knew this one worked out. I should have just listened to this, this, and this. And we're so quick to shut it all down. But I noticed that people who really honor themselves, who really love themselves, they listen to what's inside and they follow through with what's inside. So if you're sitting there wondering, or you have an answer, or you know that something is within you that's speaking to you, your gut is telling you, your instinct says it, whatever term you want to put on it, your intuition is there. You need to build some kind of practice centered around self-love. How do we follow the intuition? You have to love yourself. And you have to trust yourself and you have to trust your intuition. And that starts with you and only you. Nobody in the world can give you that self-love. No one can love you in the way people can love you. They can pour tons of love into you. But if you doubt yourself, if you don't trust yourself, if you don't honor yourself, if you don't love yourself, things will not line up the way that you need them to. So next time the voice creeps up, try to figure out, do you love yourself? Do you love yourself to honor this intuition, to honor this knowing, to follow through with it? If the answer is no, because once again, your intuition's going to speak, then maybe we've got to flip the switch. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to wake up one day and say, you know what, I'm going to try it. I'm just going to love myself today. Do the practice. See the results see your happiness, try it with the bigger decisions. And what's the worst that could happen? You're happier. You like yourself more. You maybe made some or took some really cool steps and made some good decisions. Awesome. I don't think there's failure in that. It's time. Start listening to the self. This is how. Thank you for listening. Feel free to check out my Instagram at Elizabeth Rose Podcast and my website, elizabethbakey.com. Thanks.